uh, yeah, that's the thing that's keeping me from like getting a PS2 and getting old ones is I hate tank controls. I've tried oh. the, the mm. old Resident Evil games, which I, it like I never played them when I was little, so I, tank controls was something I never uh like got used yeah, to. It's, it's so, like, it feels like something you can't learn. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so when I tried as an adult, like this is bullshit. I don't understand who thought this was a good idea. But see, I know people like my my brothers, and I think even Stacy. Like all of them, they're very much like, "Oh yeah, tank controls. This feels right." And there's like a whole generation of gamers that's like, "Yeah, tank controls. This is this is it. This is what it feels mm-hmm. like." And I get that. Like I can do because it's like I played with my brothers so much growing up. It's like I can get used to it, but it takes me a minute. Like I have to acclimate back into that because it, it feels like it's frying your brain. You're just like, "Why can't I move forward?" Yeah, why can't I? Why can't I turn the corner <laughs> without also holding multiple buttons down at the same time? Yeah, I, if you're gonna play Resident Evil, honestly, just do the the remakes. Like they're so good. That first game, the HD remake, like it looks great and it's still the core of the game. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they're great games. I hope this isn't Chris's blood. <laughs> Nothing beats the voice acting in the original, though. Yeah. It's something special. You're going to uh, be a Joel sandwich. <laughs> what is this? Uh, Melanie, the master of unlocking. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a lockpick. I figure. Yeah, that's silly. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, let's see. Wesker? No. Uh, so, so yeah, we're a movie podcast. Uh, and uh, the Arbitrary Indiscriminate Movie Podcast is what we are listening to right now. We are on a mission to find random movies, which it turns out it's actually very easy to find random movies. You just kind of like go into a store like, hey, this is on the shelf. Guess that's random. See you later. That's not what we're doing because that would be incredibly expensive eventually. Uh, in fact, we're using a complicated algorithm that you can hear all about if you go on to patreon.com uh, uh, slash AIM podcast and sign up for a dollar. Listen to the special episode where we selected these first four movies. And uh, the movie we're talking about today is Humsa. Wait. So, wait, hold on. Hold on. I actually wrote down how to, to say this. Uh, um, I said I wasn't going to sing it, but that, that's that's the most amount of singing I'm going to do. Uh, hum Sathe Sathe Hain, Indian movie from 1999, directed by, where's my other book? Directed by Suraj R. Barjatya. It is available on Netflix. It is a three-hour family drama musical. And it was completely randomly selected for us, obviously. But you guys, I assume, hadn't heard of this movie. By the way, my name's Joel. Uh, introduce yourselves and answer the question. I'm David Huff. You are not. <laughs> I, I can be. I wish I was. He, I can uh, okay. be. He was played by Q-Tip and she hate me. And Q-Tip's cool. He's a he's a rapper, Joel. In case you didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't want to presume that. Uh, it, I mean, 
he's from Tribe. He and uh, oh, okay, Tribe Cold Quest. Yeah, yeah, cool. Five dog to five, uh, five foot assassin. Although he goes five uh-huh. foot three, not five foot, but it mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, I'm Spencer. Mm-hmm. I like the ongoing. It's not really a joke, but I feel like it's like every other episode I've recorded with you guys. Spencer will say something, and he's like, "He's a rapper, Joel." It's rapper. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just knows what I don't know about. <laughs> I'm Melanie. And uh, had either of you heard of this movie before we picked it? I mean, I already know the answer, but I I had not. Uh, of course not. Okay. Me neither. Obviously, the. And uh, for Spencer, this was his first Indian movie altogether. Uh, yeah. I get, well, Darjeeling Limlin doesn't count. That's a pastiche of Indian movies that Wes Anderson likes. But, yeah, this is the first real one. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if uh, people consider the Danny Boyle uh, Slumdog Millionaire to be an Indian movie, quote-unquote. Yeah, because uh, I was pe- talking to somebody and they were like, I've seen Slumdog Millionaire, but I don't think that counts. And I was like, man, I don't really think that counts either. Yeah, I, I, well, in high school I knew people who, call, who consider that Bollywood, which I always thought, like, uh, I don't know. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, compared to compared to this movie, if this is a, a, an accurate representation of... If, Bollywood movies, and from what I know of Bollywood movies, this is, then Slumdog Millionaire is not very similar at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the only Danny Boyle so, movie I've ever seen is the art one with Rosario Dawson in it. The art one with Rosario Dawson? Yeah, and the new Professor X guy. Oh, was that an art one? He's like an art thief or something. People hate it, but it's a movie I really liked. But I didn't. I, uh, what's I can't remember what the movie's called. It's like vibe or no. Uh, uh, it's got something like a trance. Yes, that's it. Tr- yeah, that sounds yeah. right. Yeah. For yeah. some reason, I thought he was a cop. Uh, I I can't. I just remember there was a scene with like fingernail torture. And they're just like, I don't know, I thought it was a cool movie, but apparently people hate it, so yeah. maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. People are so picky about Danny Boyle movies. Like, the, the, I hear people complain about 127 hours, which, if you don't like James Franco, that's fine. Yeah, I get that. But Yeah, he's I, not a good I actor. I think that's a freaking spectacular movie. Like, I, I yeah. think he does a really good job in it. Like, my, my, my thing, well, besides the creepy allegations towards Frank was even when I was a kid I saw Spider-Man and like random other stuff he was in every time it might be like he's not trying hard at all who do, who is this Joker like he's not <laughs> yeah, he's terrible like scandal aside I just don't I just don't enjoy him I think the only thing I really liked him in was the like that the room movie I can't remember what it's called right now but that to me, the room movie felt like an SNL sketch that went on for too long. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I was like, oh, he feels appropriate in this. So again, I don't really know if that's a yeah. a good thing. For Danny Boyle, I think my favorite. I love Sunshine. I love that movie. Mm, you picked the one I haven't seen. 
Oh, it's so good. Oh, I bet you'd like it, too. Well, I think everyone would like it. Wait, did so he good. do that drug movie people in high school say you suppo- you're supposed to love, but I never bothered train watching? Spotting. That one. Yeah. Yes, tra- he did do Train Spotting. Is I feel that? like a lot of, like... And it's really good. I don't care what you say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the soundtrack is, it, is, is really good. Is it, like, is it a movie, like, Boondock Saints, you have to see it when you're 17? Or is no. it actually good? No, no, no. No, no, shut up. I mean, I don't... <laughs> I, here's the thing. I okay. don't know if... It's not something that I would, like, automatically recommend to somebody. But I... I no, I don't think it's, like, Boondock Saints. Okay. <laughs> I, think it's, I, I think it's different. I've heard a lot... Like, the main thing I always hear is, like, oh, I love that when I was 17. And so it kind of, like, gave perception of, like, okay, I guess it's one of those movies. Yeah, sure. I I loved the Playboy Playmates Collection video, (laughs) too, when I was a teenager. But You know, sometimes you grow out of it. Yeah. So so it's not a Monster Squad. I don't think it would hold up. So it's not a Monster Squad situation with um, the drug movie. What? Uh, what does that squad? mean? What are we talking about? It's like yeah, a, what do you? A Goonies you, thing. I like. I never saw Goonies as a kid. Then oh, I watched I don't like it, Goonies. and I was like, "This is," and, and you know, like it's Monster Squad. I, I never saw until I was, I was like twenty-five, and I'm like, I'm, I am just too old for this. I have no. You're insane. I love Monster Squad. I do. I'm not a Goonies fan, and I saw it when I was age appropriate. But, I but just do, was not into but it. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Like certain things. No, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. When you're for sure. Is train spotting like that? You have to see it when you're like you're 17 to. No. Like, no. Okay. It's still a Danny Boyle movie. Yeah, it looks good. Like it's in, it's it's interesting to visually interesting. There's enough there, even if you don't care about the story. The acting's really good. The soundtrack is great. There's a yeah. lot to there's a lot to enjoy. But okay. again, if you I know some people just like drug movies in general. They just don't not into it. So. I don't appreciate any of these narcotics in my movie. <laughs> now, Melanie, do your homework. No, uh, the movie is about a family. Did you guys realize that? It's all about family. Mm-hmm. When the you're, wa- when you're watching the movie, you're All three hours of family. it. Dr- drinking Coronas. When you're watching oh. the movie, you are family. That's the you know I felt like I I felt like I was there and I was and, part and, of it. Yeah, you get unlimited non when you get to watch it. Mm-hmm. People people kept touching my face. That's a that made me very uncomfortable. The level of how many people touched other people's faces and it, it's I know it's endearing. To me, I was like, no, <laughs> don't don't do that. Don't don't come any closer. It's a different culture. So, they're more. I know. It's, it's more. They're more tight knit. We're more uptight here, and like, you know, when you're old enough, like, get out and don't don't live. With, don't be intimate. Like, not not intimate. Like, you know what I mean when I say that. <laughs> yeah, don't be intimate. Yeah, don't be. Intimate. No, but it's. Oh, I don't see. I come from a very like. I think it just depends because my family is like super, I wouldn't like, we don't go up and just like greet each other and touch each other's faces automatically, but we are very like huggy and touchy. So like in my adult life, I've had to like kind of recalibrate to be like, oh, people have personal spaces and I want to respect that. So it's like, I try really hard to like be mindful of like, don't just touch somebody's shoulder or like tap their arm whenever you're talking to them. Cause it's weird. Like here it's weird, but it's like, 
yeah, that wasn't even something that I was really acknowledging while watching. They, but they do touch a lot of faces. Yeah, I mean, also like the the whole family unit thing is like everyone lives together because it's yeah, just, no, that's just the way it is. I mean, it's easy to do when you have a huge mansion. Like what? Yeah. It, what are they? What is the family business? Do you guys know? Like what they're uh, actually doing? I they, factories. Well, Full disclosure. <laughs> it's it's a blue screen factory. You're right. That's all it is. There's just all uh, these blue screen factories. They've got all over the yeah. place. Uh, they I, live in it yeah. in a museum. It's huge. I don't know yeah. what happened plot wise because uh, my time management the past week was poor, so I had to do mm. homework during it. So I'd kind of like look up every few minutes and be like, okay. <laughs> so you were just like jamming happened. to the songs. Yeah, oh basically. <laughs> Well, okay, so just real quick, this this is a very long movie. It's like you said, it's three hours. So if you the thing I noticed when I was done watching it and then the Netflix screen popped back up, mm-hmm. I read that synopsis again. That synopsis, at least what I was reading at the end of it, does not happen until the until hour three. Until the last hour, yeah. The conflict does not happen until we hit that two-hour mark and then it's resolved in about 30 minutes and the end is just us coming back together it's not a conflict it's an, it's a it's a minor inconvenience it's, it's, a, it's a it's something that maybe just one conversation would have crushed that but oh my i i was i was stunned what like i didn't even occur to me because i was just watching it and going through and then whenever things started happening i was like oh okay so this is like a situation and then I read the synopsis and I've read other synopsis of it today and I was like everyone's talking about this family having a rift in it and I was like that is like a 30 minute thing in this epic <laughs> I don't understand how we're talking that that's the the point of that's, this n- not only does that conflict not happen until the beginning of the third hour <laughs> or the yeah and, and, and of the second beginning of the third yeah. um, there are plot elements that we had no knowledge of that they suddenly reveal like that that kid is actually her stepson I, yeah i was so confused i was like wait did i did the, they the young what? one <laughs> no the oldest. The, the oldest son uh vevic yes I, yeah he so the oldest he yeah i i like okay so i got on wikipedia after i was done because i was like <laughs> i need to read the plot again because it's like i i feel stupid because i watched it and and i was paying attention and i was taking notes and i still was like did i how did i miss this like i don't understand and i was like maybe it's a bad translation i don't know but Mm -hmm. oh my gosh there was nothing about him being a stepson and also i was kind of confused on his um his disability. Yep, like with, that's I, the uh, that's like, the other random plot strand like, that they like, reveal at the end. Yeah, and because I did notice, like he always keeps a hand in his pocket, and I was like, I noted, I was like, wow, he is all about that like stance, like he's, I don't know, channeling like, I don't well, even know what. Well, okay, so in the earlier in the movie, he has a visit from a doctor, and you can't see I'm using quotation marks. Uh, See, I do remember actually, this. Yeah, he's actually a homeopath, I guess. I don't know. But he's like, oh, homeopathic remedies always fix everything. That's why we've been giving it you for the decades you've been alive with this deformed hand or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and someday it's going to work. I'm like, okay. And I know traditional medicine is 
I just homeopathy in this capitalist country that we live in is a fucking vicious monster that steals money and tell, convinces people well, that they don't like have to go to an oil. actual doctor. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but but like not to defend it, but that's where modern medicine came from is people going oh, naturally. Plant. But I think but, it's but more na- like all yeah. the like the diarrhea teas, not to be super gross, but like yeah. all that stuff that people are pushing and like just weird just stuff that's like yeah, yeah. but like in America it's a thing of like oh people can make money off of this so they yep. will yeah uh, yeah yeah and not good. to discredit it it's just it's used for a lot of evil stuff here but yeah th- I mean this is a discussion I've had with my partner Sarah a couple of times because she comes from a a, a homeopathic Pro family. I mean, they go they go to doctors and stuff like that, but they also take like uh, elderberry when they've got you know a, a sickness or uh, a couple of other things that they'll take. And what I told her is that like I have no problem with somebody taking the bark from a tree that they know works on pain management. That's how we found aspirin. It was you know tree yeah. bark basically, right? That makes sense to me. It's it's in this country though there's no regulation so when you buy fish oil there's no way to tell if that's fish oil there's yeah. there's no FDA regulation they could they can call it fish oil they can put things like natural on it which is a meaningless term well even like if you go to buy like protein like whey protein it's like proprietary blend of like it's like what does that mean you know sawdust and yeah, no, baby, it's awful. That's like baby, a whole different thing, baby. but yeah, I think homeopathy stuff is great. I just feel like people, it's like money hungry. I don't know, and it's like anybody that's doing it legitimately and making money. Obviously, that's amazing. Like love I, that, but ugh. yeah, I and I definitely believe in the power of um, placebo effect. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're taking a homeopathic remedy and it's curing your headaches, all fucking power to you. Uh, that's that's I'm not gonna stop anybody who uh, has something that they know works for them, but uh, you know when it when it gets into this medicine's gonna cure your cancer or COVID, you know for the current time period. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, but yeah, I don't understand how they think that. I don't know what's wrong with his hand. First of all, well, I don't know. Uh. Uh, but the the other third <laughs> third so, act reveal. So, so what 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 is the plot? I, I because <laughs> I, I was half paying attention, like I lost track of it pretty quickly, and I was just waiting for like another sound effect and a dance number, basically. Okay, so what I when I was done, I kind of like did my like little what I would put on letterbox, kind of. So basically. A wealthy family grows larger as three of their sons find brides. They face a minor inconvenience that causes the family to be separated for, I'm assuming it's five months. I don't know, however long it takes for her to have the baby. And then the issue is solved. Everyone rejoices. This is more of a party montage musical than anything. It's basically just like wedding, engagement, anniversary, birthday, wedding, wedding. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just about... It's yeah, just about these guys fighting. Sort of the, son, the sons of a rich family being married off, and then... So the talent the, show part was a wedding? 
Oh, what talent show part? The part you're talking about the anniversary, or no, no, the wedding. Yeah, where you're, you're talking about after the wedding the where they, yeah, they introduce the bride to the to her new in-laws. The part where they're on stage and there's a and they do a bunch of acts. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that, they're that introducing a, the oldest oh. son's bride to the family. Yeah, I thought that was a okay. No, this, <laughs> the, there's only two. Me. There's only two people who are performing the whole time, not including the uh, brother-in-law. But then and there's sister. the part where they have the 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 three women, and you have the three little people or children. I wasn't sure playing them on stage. Oh, you're talking about the yeah. They like introduce. Okay, so they go through every single piece of this family, even the kids, and then the wife so the matriarch of the family her friends that are like total sides piece to this so the they're the villains technically they seem perfectly fine until (laughs) that third hour yeah it's it's like they're fine and all of a sudden they get super catty but i kind of love that the way it shows that they're villainous is that they're like unmarried and they're gambling and i think smoking at one point it was like oh yeah i was like that i love that though it was just funny to me. But they, yeah, they're depicted, too, because they're her friends. So they do get up on stage. I think that they have, like, there's, like, a couple people that come in and out for that. It's usually just the main, the youngest son, I forget his name right now, and his bride-to-be acting. He's the one that sleeps in all the time. Yeah, he's and, and he's has a He sleeps in until 8 a.m.? Can you imagine? And he has a sex dream. <laughs> he has a couple of uh, erotic... The, the closest to eroticism you could get. Well, I was uh, going to say, this is like a very sexless, no-violence film. Like, I get why, for certain people, like, it's probably very com- comforting to watch this. Yeah. I, th- I think it, it's fun up until... I, I, I didn't get tired of what was going on until right before the third hour there was a song when all three of the future daughter-in-laws of the the uh paterfamilias you know <laughs> mm-hmm. uh whatever uh, a, they, a, they sing some thing? song and and it's like it, it almost feels like a tacked on song because there's not like extras out and dancing and stuff like that there's been there's been a bunch of spectacular things and this one it's like oh, let's just see these ladies dance mm-hmm and then, then I was like, huh. And then the, oh, man, that <laughs> third the act. Swerve. <laughs> it just feels so out of nowhere. That's why I've got to, I just wonder if maybe there's some things that just weren't translated properly. Because it feels so abrupt, but it, I, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> isn't, isn't, like, part of the Bollywood thing is, like, if it's a three-hour movie, then it's going to be a little bit of literally everything. Like, the Hong Kong mm-hmm. approach to yes. things. Like, yeah, from from my it, understanding, that's exactly what it is. It's just entertainment, but entertainment meaning like every form of it. Yeah, you get you get a little bit of everything served to you. I've only seen one other uh, Bollywood produced movie, and it had a very very similar structure. Not the not story wise. It had a bunch of happy musical, happy living, happy life and then all of a sudden third act boom main character dies (laughs) and the rest of the movie is them mourning and being sad and the movie ends on that sad note and i was like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) apparently there's a bunch of uh like uh 
uh, action movies over there. Like, it's a big genre. And I've seen various clips, and it's kind of... The ones I've seen that are either kind of, like, uh, closer to the raid, minus, like, the real violent stuff, or yeah. it's, like, Zack Snyder slow-mo, but done in a way where it's like, oh, that's how it's supposed to be done. <laughs> not not with, like, a, a weird cover of a song that everyone knows, like, uh, like they have the like. There's this one historical action movie series. I think it's a couple that are really on Netflix that I've been wanting to watch for a while, but they're like four hours total or something. But uh, mm, uh take two bit time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that might be my thing for next weekend. Yeah. Oh, so this movie had you itching to watch some more stuff. Yeah, I want to watch the Indian action movies now because action Twitter uh, brings them up every so often. It's like, those look so cool. Plus, there's probably a musical number in between action scenes. So, like, you, you're not getting that over here. You're not, we're not going to get, like, uh, a musical version of Fast and Furious in between car shit. That's not going to happen. Hmm, that's too bad. But, you know, they'll get there eventually. I mean, they, they went to space, so musicals next, right? So, uh, <laughs> I'm on board with whatever, wherever they want to go. Even though I didn't really love that last movie, I'm I'm still here for it. I'm not watching any. I think I'm done. I got, <laughs> I I got I got a, a very ten dollars for seven of the movies on Blu-ray from Big Lots. One of my my cool finds. That's a good deal. Yeah, it, yeah, absolutely. And I, I watched all the way up to six, and I, I could barely get through six. And I don't oh. know, I don't know why I bounce so hard off of it, but I just do. It's like, man, I really like five and six. Yeah, my, I, my, yeah. uh, I kind of get confused uh, between five, six, and seven, though, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Like, yeah. is five the heist one? Yes, five is I heist love one five. in Brazil. So much fun. Yeah, six is. Uh, uh, Vin Diesel's an Earth Elemental at the end because he like <laughs> stomps on the on the Earth and then like, it cracks open. Yeah, which is remember the six is the one where they kill off Wonder Woman, and it's like what what like oh, oh, good for yeah. her, I guess. <laughs> yeah, she had other things to do. Yeah, like my thing with those movies is, I saw six and seven in a theater, and a packed crowd of people who who like love everything about it down to like story and character notes and they are like talk about like that's out of character for Han I can't believe they did that in the theater and it's like this is the best but watching it on TV is like eh it's not the same <laughs> like I, I need to be there opening weekend with the crowd of people who know everything about it like talking about like all the nerdy details of it it's like that 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 makes it so much fun you're the only person i've ever heard that talks about going to films and excited about people talking yeah <laughs> like seriously. i can't remember what yeah. you what was the movie where the kids were making fun of stuff and you were oh. like it was really funny what oh, was ha- that halloween the 2018 yeah yeah you were like they were legitimately funny <laughs> Well, yeah, they were. Like you're, I like that you're just like fully there for the theater experience. Yeah, that would I, annoy me so much. But I, I, but I did love six and seven in the theater. Just I watched mm-hmm. them again on TV later. This kind of was like, oh well, this isn't the same on TV. Like I need it to be in a theater, super loud, super big. 
I think five is probably legitimately the best, but I do, I have fun with them. That last one though, and maybe it's because I didn't watch it in the theater and I, I just was, I don't know. It wasn't for me, but I will continue to, you know, be a part of the family for as long as they're making films. Mm -hmm. You're, you're a dedicated member, no matter what at this point. Dedicated. I drink my Corona's grasp with the neck. Yep. There was one movie where they weren't drinking Coronas. They were drinking Budweiser's. I was that, maybe that was number six, and that's why I was like, "This is bullshit." You're like, "Wow, this is a bunch of fake." I thought <laughs> it was about family, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you know what? I uh, they've abandoned all their morals, so I'm I'm done with this. Yeah. yeah. I I put on the first one for for giggles because that's something me and my friends have used to watch together being dumbos watching action movies and that's that's about as you know i sometimes two is good because it's so bad it's really bad it's just like i can't believe this i can't believe somebody made another one after this what the hell i can't believe that was john singleton too that that was a real sign of oh he's not gonna make a poison hood again after this His his uh, career like after the mid after late nineties is is kind of like Hollywood was like well you're just gonna make whatever we give you and you can't make your passion projects anymore. It's, yeah, and I'm not saying it's I a feel- racial thing, but it might be a racial thing. No, no, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's gonna happen to all these people who did great indie movies and now are doing Marvel stuff. But I hope that that isn't the case. Yeah, I'm hoping that Eternals, like, I'm interested in it, because I like her, but... Yeah. yeah I, I love Kumail, and Barry is in it, so mm-hmm. it's like, well, yeah. I, I want to see them, but at the same time, I Marvel movies just, like, aren't really for me, I, and I know if I see in a theater, I'll leave a theater and be like, well, that wasn't worth $15, so I know, like, I, I just not, <laughs> not to go. Mm-hmm. It's big money. Is it, you know, what Marvel movies are missing is 19 dance productions. Which was your favorite well, dance productions, guys? Well, in reference to that, uh, Kumail plays a Bollywood star who's also an immortal something whatever in Eternals. Are you serious? Yes. Kumail grew up <laughs> loving Bollywood movies because that was, was available in Pakistan, basically. And so it was like his dream to be like a Bollywood star, apparently, when he was a kid. And so yeah. this is like the closest he got to like being a Bollywood star. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got the face for it. I don't th- I don't know if he's got the voice for it. You got to be uh, able to sing, dance. I mean, he has a body for it now. Oh, he's don't got get like me started. Two, like two bodies for it. What do you like? That's he so got, much body. Yeah, he got that ripped. Was, that was a second hour reveal in this movie. All of a sudden, <laughs> Prem is like out there washing the bus without a shirt on. I was like, what the fuck? Talk about hiding your your light under a bushel or whatever they used to say. <laughs> Hide your candle under a bushel. Yeah. Uh, like, come on. See what, what, see what these other brothers look like without their shirts on. No? Okay, never mind. I, okay. Uh, uh, Odral, I wanted your opinion on this one little thing I noticed. So there's an uncle character, I guess. Like, yep. uh, there's some family guy, some family person who's an older uh, man, <laughs> and he's wearing a shirt with a hamburger on it. Is Fuck he yeah. is he supposed to be portrayed as like he's he's a, 
he's like the fat uncle who who makes jokes all the time or something or is that just like a fat <laughs> joke or just like a, a weird shirt because i wasn't I mean, sure I think, about that <clears throat> i think you already know the answer to that question yes <laughs> The the answer to that question is he is the fat joke of the movie. Okay. He they handle the fat joke very well, in my opinion, except for the fact that occasionally other actors will come up and like put their hands right on his belly and stuff like that. But you know, the joke is that he doesn't eat healthy. And that's that's how they phrase it in this movie, which which beat the uh, health trends that are currently going on right now. We don't want you to lose weight. We just want you to be healthy by losing weight. Um, it's not because you're a terrible person for being fat, but you're a terrible person. Okay, that's this is the psychology of the thing. So yes, he was the fat joke of okay. the movie. The and seen, I seeing the hamburger was like, oh, it, okay, that I get whole it. Thing felt- out of place to me it felt weird i don't know uh there i mean there were a couple of people that i think were supposed to be the slight comedy relief characters other than the youngest son you know there, there was also that guy who has um <laughs> he was like the vivek's like best buddy or whatever <laughs> like when he got married he was like you also got me in the family now i'm gonna live in your room no i don't know <laughs> what he said but <laughs> i did like that guy playing as uh, that drum. I don't know what that drum is called, but I, I was enjoying it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, was that when they the brothers had a song and they and their people playing drums? Or that another... The, they kind of, the things kind of blur in my mind, because I, I have two two lines of notes. I feel like so. he was the... He was playing the drum when they did... There was, like, one part where they were doing Outside Parade. Mm-hmm. Um, I think after the marriage had happened or maybe right before uh of the first son mm-hmm. i feel like it's like isn't it like after that like the show that they put on isn't like they're like i don't know if it's something outside but then he's playing the drum like it's There's, like around that part they, they start to blend into each other unfortunately they do but uh, it's not even an important detail of his character i just uh he, he's kind of uh they're, they're, I mean, the the family makes fun of him, like, "Oh, you're never gonna get a job, loser." No, I don't know whether. <laughs> uh, I was I was intimidated by the first twenty minutes of this movie because they introduced one thousand characters. So many. That's why. That was another thing where I started trying to take notes on characters. I stopped after like probably ten minutes. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're not even gonna talk about everybody like this. So it's like I just am not. I, I don't know how you would keep track of everyone because and it I it it feels bad because it's like I don't know their names but it's like it's not for lack of trying there are so many people introduced it was so much to keep up with it felt for like sure. a, it felt like a family reunion for me it's like way too many people it's like oh yeah I've I'm I've been around this 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 wasn't weird to me I have a very yeah. big family so it's like yeah this like this didn't strike me as overwhelming <laughs> it just struck me as like yeah that. Which is a thing I always forget, because like I have a shit ton of cousins on my dad's side, like four, forty? No, no, closer. Th- you know, actually, it's like he's close to forty, actually, first and second combined. But um, no, no, it's more than that. Anyway, but that's the thing. It's like I always forget. Like, oh yeah, nor- most people don't have like, uh, forty cousins, and and like so I just assume that that's a normal thing, but. 
It is true. Most people don't. I, I know. But I think it's more <laughs> since like everyone is in one household primarily, and they're all so close knit. Regardless of that, that in most movies you don't get this many characters introduced in such a quick like boom boom That's boom the, boom. So yeah. I was just like, oh my goodness. I was like, am I going to have to... The, the funny thing is, by by the end, I did have a good grasp on most of the... Like, the the only person I, I feel still confused about is Grandma, who was sometimes called Auntie, who was sometimes called Sister. Yeah. And those might not have been the same actresses, and if they weren't, I feel really oh, bad. No, I think um, I think that you're referring to two different people. Okay, the, the uh, older lady with the glasses. Yeah, that's. I think that's the grandmother, and then the one friend. That's one of the aunties. Oh yeah, I mean anyone who like they they call the the goofball guy I was talking about that is best friends oh, with Vivek. Yeah. They call him uncle. You know, like mm-hmm. I think it's just a, a thing. A from there, yeah. When you're familiar with people, right? Yeah. yeah. So here's the characters. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Through, I'm not gonna go by name. I'm just gonna name the different ones that you actually have to know for the movie our, our primary players yeah so so the father is uh ramesh ram kishan uh he's played by alok nath and uh i don't know if you want to get into this but uh alok nath was uh a person who came up during me too as being terrible to women yeah uh was well, it india, La- one of the worst countries for women or the worst country not not great for I, for that in particular. I I have such a I was I was trying to think of like when it comes to gender politics in this movie. Oh, I have a lot of thoughts, but I also I was trying to like look at it from the lens of like this came out in the nineties and I read mm-hmm. a lot of reviews of people who grew up with this film who who like this was like a staple in their household they loved it mm-hmm. and they speak really highly of it so it was kind of interesting to see that but even those people who like they were like this is very dated and there's some kind of weird things with it, it like if you want to read into it there's weird stuff like we'll get into it later but sure. i i definitely was just trying to go into it with that like okay this is dated so that it is what it is yeah I'd like uh, and when it comes to cultural traditions, I don't even know what would be considered sexism and non-sexism. Like some some things are like I I get the idea of traditional roles being something that people feel comfortable with, even when they appear to be uh, misogynistic to an outside yeah uh, outsider. You know, uh, so. Anyways, we'll we'll probably talk about that stuff. Yeah. Uh, mother, uh, Matma, right? Uh, Rima Lagu. Uh, first son is Vivek, who is uh, played by Monish Ball. The second son, Prem, he's the quiet one that mom loves the most. He's played by Solman Khan. Oh, no, the second son is infamous. What's that? <laughs> Never mind. The second son is infamous. Oh, is, that's like the subtitle of that yes. PS4 game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I never played any of the Infamous. Are we going to get back into video games no. here? No. I, I I'm going to attack the beginning of this podcast and <laughs> on to the end of it so that people don't have to listen to us talking about video games for okay. 10 minutes. I, I, but... don't want, 
I saw Look that. Look forward to that. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry for that dumb joke. I'll stop. No, you're fine. <laughs> I like Infamous. Except people wear hoodies. That's that's why I don't like Watch Dogs. I don't like the hoodie anti-hero. Uh, first one is a hero the hoodie. Second one, he does not. And it's a different oh, okay. lead character. Right. First one's super self-serious. Second one is goofy and light. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, the first one is definitely like, I lost my daughter. No, no, I lost my niece. I have to find the people who killed my niece. Yeah, and the <laughs> second one, they they're like, this is stupid. Let's just have fun with it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, think, I think Troy Troy Baker does the voice in the second one. Like, it's a lot more. Uh, the second one is a black lead, if I remember correctly. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of the first game then. Perhaps probably the first one. It's so white, like white guy with a family or something. I don't remember much about the story. I just liked hacking stuff. Maybe it's like Family Guy where all the black actor or black characters are voiced by white people. I don't think that's the case. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, that was the second son. The third son is Vinod. Now, I had to write that down because I swear to God, they, they only... <laughs> They refer to him as the lazy son, as the one who's not going to get it, as the precious baby boy. They very rarely refer to him as Vinod. Yeah, well, they'll say his name whenever they're, he's not in the scene, which isn't very often because he's in most of the movie. Right. So the, they said the name and I was like, wait, is that that's him? Okay, I got it. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, they call him so many different things that are not his name. Uh, and, uh, I, I don't those are the way actors I wrote down because those are yeah. for the most part the main characters now each of the wives or each of the wives each of the sons has a fiance each of the fiances have a father <laughs> who is also a character uh, there is also a sister to the three brothers who has a husband who, and both the sister and the husband are, you know, secondary characters, but they are in most of the movie. And they have a plot twist in the third act that also, you know, gets resolved in a, once again, in a who is this person kind of way. You gotta tell me what that part is. I, I don't know what you're talking about. No problem. <laughs> Then there is, uh, well, we call it. We covered the fathers of the daughters. Um, the fat uncle. Yeah. Fat uncle is one of the people with the daughters. Oh, okay. Uh, although you don't realize that. No, wait, is he? I'm so confused. No, I think you. Because I, sw I swear to God, he was talking about, like, ah, I know it may, you know, marry my daughter, blah, blah, blah. I think he is. I want to yes. say he is. His daughter is Pretty, who oh. is the one who ends up with, uh, with Prem. Prem. And she's the doctor. Oh, my God. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I saw somebody listed as doctor or something, and I was like... Wait a minute, one of them was a doctor? But yes, in the beginning, he says, Oh, my daughter, ever since she became a doctor, she's been making me eat healthy food. Yeah, I don't... I, I got, like, a weird... Well, you're going through the cast. Well, I'll save it. I just... No, I'm done. <laughs> I got a weird feeling that maybe 
pretty is not that interested in getting married like she's kind of just being a doctor doing her own thing and they keep trying to convince her that she needs to marry prim like eventually she's like on board she's into it so it's fine but there's like a lot of things that happen that well yeah they just seem like not very interested but everyone keeps telling them like no no no, you you're you want that for sure yeah and I mean, Vivek, Vivek literally meets the woman who's going to be his father, fiance the day before and the day after his father's like, because they're, they're talking about, oh, no one, no one has offered, um, offered their daughter that was worthy of our son, but they think that they can still join our family because of his deformed hand. I'm like, his hand not working is making that much of a difference? Like, uh. Yeah, going to have ugly was, kids. <laughs> yeah, I had a note about that, too. I was like, so it's like they got this offer and they can't refuse because his his hand has the, whatever is going on with his hand. I was like, what is happening? It's the hand that saved the life of his other two brothers. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know that, about that. It was a bunch of, that was, when he said that, when Prem said that to his, his mother, a.k.a. the bad guy of the movie... <laughs> It's those those aunties are the bad guys, but yeah. I mean, they're the you know they're the aunties are the. Mm, I I mean no, that's true, yeah, <laughs> but like it, it's. I I think it's interesting that they villainize so many women, and then there's the one dad who thinks he's getting the the short end of the stick when it comes to yeah. inheritance. Yeah, that's. Is that oh, whose father is that? Is that um? That I, is. I don't know her name. So it starts with an S, I think. Vinod is the His, one who ends up with her. Yeah, yeah. She oh, she's so pretty. That's side note, but they that are was like, all those. This is gonna sound mean, and it's not that the guys aren't attractive, but I no. feel like these guys outkick their coverage so hard. These women are insanely pretty, <laughs> insanely pretty. Like, the entire time, I was just like, I don't get it. Like, I, they're so gorgeous. That sounds so, like, ugh, but it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, what's this? Well, I know, like, India is one of the countries that has, like, the, is into, like, the skin lightening thing. And watching this, I can't help but see all, like, the, because, like, all the women are light-skinned. All the men are light-skinned. It's like, oh, interesting. That the, yeah. Yeah. That's a weird thing that like I can't help but mm-hmm. after learning that I can't help but see that. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Um, I I totally forgot there are other characters. the The <laughs> mother has a brother and a sister in law that are the good influence on her. Yeah, I like them. Mm-hmm. I like their because they're the ones that are like hosting the let's introduce you to the family during that mm-hmm. whole show. And he's a lawyer, so he's naturally scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think that I think that is it now. <laughs> yeah, five I, minutes the, later, you're gonna be like, there are more characters. Let me. Probably, yeah, yeah. I I don't really want to stay on this subject, but yes, all of the the I mean, they're these are models, and I think at least one of the son. You know, the the one who takes off his shirt and looks like he's been, <laughs> you know, blasting all day long to get those abs. Yeah, he's he's probably up to par. 
Oh, something else I thought was really weird. Uh, not weird. It's just I was surprised, I guess. The person who plays uh, the actress is the mother. She's like only a couple years older than uh, the actor who plays the oldest son, Vivek. Mm. Like she's, I think that they're like two or three years apart. And oh, it's just like, oh, yeah. So she was, I want to say she was like late 30s, early 40s. And, and I I thought she was so beautiful as well. And I was just like, there's no, I, I just wasn't, she didn't seem like a mother to me, not to sound judgmental, but I was just like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like, I don't know. I just thought the women were pretty. We don't have to stay on it, but I was. Wow, you're right. She's 1958. <laughs> he's 1961. Okay, see, that's, I was like, that was like a quick little note thing because I was just like, I while I was watching, I was like, how old is the person playing the mom? Like, she, like she's gorgeous too. I was like, what is? And then I was like, oh, okay, so she's just a couple years. Okay, all right. I feel man, I feel bad for actors or actresses who get cast with somebody who was supposed to be their child and it's <laughs> I feel like that happened to her a couple of times cuz she I feel like she played uh like in more of like films on this line like she was I want to say the guy who plays Prim I feel like she played his mother a couple of times again I did very quick research on this but No, oh, I saw that. Yeah, there's they're identical looking posters and movies that yeah. start yeah. both of them. Because for, I almost, I think I started to watch uh, the wrong one because there's a couple of these on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait, 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 let me look up the title again. Because they had similar titles too. Yeah, there, there's another Hum Sath. Yeah. Uh, but it has a, a different second half. Uh, what am I looking at? I'm looking at Prem Salman <laughs> Khan, who looks like he could kill me with his eyes. I don't, please don't. I want to know what he was studying. You know, you see photos of him. Like that photo, he's like reading Mother, some book about Mother Teresa or something like mm -hmm. that, which is totally a like Instagram photo. Like, yeah, I read books. I really liked all of the, like talking about decorations in the house. The first of all, the house is just insane. Again, it's a museum. It's so huge. But I really liked the color coordinating books but they're not color coordinated like there was like a bunch of like a row of pink and then like another section there'd be another row of pink like i was into it though like the all of the set design i really liked yeah i i like that the sons if i remember correctly had portraits uh of themselves above their bed <laughs> like giant like oh my almost God. life side size portraits of themselves with like lighting above it i, I was I, into I, it I don't want to go too dirty, but can you imagine on your <laughs> wedding night getting upstairs with your new husband and just seeing a full-sized <laughs> portrait of them hanging above the bed that you're going to be yeah being yeah. with him in? I, yeah, I, I, I just feel like, I don't know. Yeah, I won't even speak to it, but... if it, I mean, if it was like a, a portrait of Keanu Reeves, I would understand, but like... <laughs> Not, not of yourself. That's ridiculous. Well, and the youngest brother, he has, like, not only did he have a full, like, subway poster of himself, but then on his nightstand, he had a bunch of little mini photos framed of himself as well. I was like, okay. Yep. All right. A bunch of headshots. <laughs> it was like, I mean, I get, like, you know, 
self-worth that's good but it's just like that seems excessive you know <laughs> it's not like there's pictures of dad and mom it's just the... it's just him yeah so many and his little I, what, I don't know what is on the top of his alarm clock was it a little like it looks like it, i wrote peppa pig i know that's not what was happening it was a hippo okay. with a hula hoop and I am going to go on Amazon to see if I can find that exact one. <laughs> <laughs> and at That's one that. point, his bride-to-be just, like, chucks it during a song. She, like, has oh it God. and just threw it. I was like, all right. Yeah, time to grow the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's, you, he's the childish one. Did you guys have a favorite song moment? Uh, probably the talent show part. When the three <laughs> little people or children were representing the three women, <laughs> just that particular segment. <laughs> yeah, it was it was real goofy, and I like all the sound effects for mm. gags, which, like, I I'm sure some people ha- hate that, but like I I'd love just how how ex how like how extra it is for like a joke to be like, hey, it's a That's joke. Fun. There's a silly sound effect, but it, it worked for me. During the the ABCD like bus ride, that whole segment, there's a lot of like there's like a quick rapid editing of weird sound effects where they're doing stuff to the song and dancing, and I think I rewound it like three times just because the the sound effects were so weird and like somebody's <laughs> like pushing their cheeks, someone like bonks someone else's nose. I was like, what? I mean, I was like loving it, but I was just like, what is happening? Yep, I. I like that part because uh, youngest son is on top of the bus having another one of his hallucinations. And at least this this time it's explained because he's like choking on carbon monoxide poisoning. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't even. I At first I was like, why is he on the hood of that bus randomly? And then I was just like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's what that's what Prim has been across or wherever he's been away studying is to learn how to be a bus driver, and uh, he does a good job. I really I like that scene where he uh, he like kicks up his leg, like has like a leg folded up to the side, and like I like because I do drive like that, which is not safe. But what? I, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking? <laughs> I don't even know if I should. Ta- I shouldn't speak to it, but I like. I, again, I'm short, so, like, I put, a, I sit Indian style a lot, too, or, like, cross-legged, and I, um, I constantly put a leg up whenever I drive. You're not supposed to. If I got in an accident, it wouldn't be good, but, anyways, I appreciated that Prim was driving like that. Mm. Quick maybe side he, note. Maybe he's short like you. He, I don't think, I think he's very tall. I'm assuming, I don't know. They all look yeah. very tall. They're all, I mean, they they cast for a specific size and all this stuff like that, so I don't think, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, But, like, yeah, don't do that. Don't I'm, do that. Well, yeah. I can't, I, you know. Put put your tiny legs down where I, they're I, supposed to be. I, I, one's going to be up. Hold me closer, tiny driver. <laughs> uh, my favorite song or I, I should say my favorite dance sequence was the one when they when they arrived at the, the honeymoon location. The and, peacock one? Um, yes, it starts off with peacocks and all that stuff, and then uh, synchronized camels walking in the dunes. Uh, call me impressed, because I am. 
Yeah, and uh, I liked all the random women also that just suddenly showed up on the side when they were admiring. <laughs> like, oh man, those peacocks are so beautiful. I'm like, there, there are random women out there. What are you doing? <laughs> or maybe it was during the elephants. I'm not sure. Yeah, there's a shot during that that I, I was like, oh, I like, th-. like, it, I don't know, because there a lot of the time I felt like not to knock it too hard, but I felt like it was very static. Like I was expecting it to be more, more high energy and more just i don't know so and it is it's not like a boring film by any means like like i'm with you where i wasn't tired at all for the first two hours and then it hits a point where i was just like oh no what is happening it's just it is such a shift so it felt weird to me but i there's a couple shots during that song that i was like oh okay i like this this is fun yeah yeah anything the I don't know, the the refrain of the ABC song, you know, like, whatever. They, I don't know. I really want to know what the logic is in, in front packing the first two hours so much with the song and dance. Like, I realize that I, well, okay. There is a song in the third act where, you know, they're singing about, like, you should trust in God. Oh, it has a weird line that's like, uh, hold on, I wrote it down. Um, Time and religion may fail you, but trust in the Lord. I was like, wait, what? Isn't the Lord part of religion? Maybe it was just a translation of like, if we say like a Hindu god or whatever, Americans won't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that that could have been a translation just for like the sake of people who aren't aware, I suppose. That's true. It's my ignorant ass that has the problem. <laughs> Not this perfectly crafted film. Let's see. I like the old school PC. Oh, yeah, oh I, like I loved that. He even makes an appearance in the musical sequence when they're yeah. introducing the family. That I actually laughed out loud during that segment because I was like, "Oh dang!" Like, I don't know. It felt like a roast. Like it, I mean, which that whole thing kind of is a roast, but I I really liked that. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, it definitely is a roast. <laughs> Making fun of uh, Prem. Uh, you know? Okay, so it's a fantasy, and I get that. I know you're in the middle of your notes, but just real quick. I don't understand how they have... I don't know what they do for at the family business. I don't know. And I don't know how they... They is, they do very little work. And they're going on, like, family honeymoons together. They're doing so much stuff. And, so, like, that show where they're introducing the eldest son's bride to the family, that is something that would take so much production, so much... They, they would have to do months of training. I... I just don't I don't understand what this family is doing with their time. Live in La Vida Loca. <laughs> That's it. The, the, I mean, when you're this happy, when you're this rich, when you when you're this handsome, what do you have to worry about? That's true. Spencer? What? I just asked you a question. Oh. Uh nothing to worry about, man. I didn't hear what you said because it went, it went digital. Nothing to worry about. Hmm. Suspicious much? Let's see. I don't have much to say because, like, I 
barely was paying attention outside of like pretty colors and songs and silly sounds. I mean, I perhaps you forget the premise of this podcast, which is that we uh, analyze movies yeah. so well that they no longer exist because our podcast becomes the perfect version of them. Yeah, like the only bad thing I did was I followed this with Possession, which was real like, well, Possession is going to take over my mind and emotions mm. o- over this. <laughs> so Way less musical numbers. Oh, that would have yeah. been fun, though. Uh, a musical number of Sam Neill and Isabel <laughs> throwing shit at each other in the in the in the kitchen while they cut themselves. Listen, I think I'm not not into that. Somebody needs to make a, mu- a musical version of the movie. I think <laughs> I don't get on it. Yeah, internet. Keep, yeah, keep Dreams Corden out of it though. We don't need him. I don't know. He could be like the detective guy who gets killed. No, no, that that's giving him, <laughs> that's giving him what he wants. Did you see? There's a new Twitter bot. That's uh, it's called Bob on the Hour, and it's your favorite character, Bob, the little oh. little boy. Uh, yeah, I, the... I I know about it. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure you saw that because I know how much you love that kid. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, one of my notes is finally some dancing. I think that was sarcastic. Uh, just when you think the party is going to stop, Dad breaks out the accordion. Yep. I mean, the party doesn't stop. That's the thing. Like, here's something. It's like a family movie thing. That uh, I had to think about this. Like, you you never see people eating food in movies, right? It's just kind of a thing. Like. Even in a drama, like if they're having a scene in a restaurant, nobody's eating the food there. And, you know, there's lots of reasons why for continuity uh, and yeah, yeah. continuity and stuff like that. But I also think that when you have family movies, like I'm thinking there are a lot of uh, African-American family movies that revolve around food because culture and, and stuff like that. Like, of course, food is attached to it. And yeah, I wonder where, where you're going to go with that. No, I, I just think that it's interesting to watch so many people making food, enjoying food, giving each other food. Like that—that's a level of intimacy. There's a lot with, of specifically people feeding each other. Yeah, yeah. Like where it's like, yeah, it's there's a lot of importance on that. It happens. I mean, it's just r- repeated throughout the entire movie. Yeah, and I I'm uncomfortable with the idea of somebody picking up a food and putting it into my mouth, but. I also think that it's very touching. I do that for part of my job because someone can't do that themselves. So because yeah. you work at Burger King, yes. No, I've like I've had to feed people for the for the exact same reason. But um, the one thing that got and stuff like that doesn't bother me at all. Again, like personal space is not an issue for me. But the thing that I would not eat from somebody is, and I don't know what the I tried to look up what the dessert was called. I don't know what it is, but it's whenever they. Um, they're like at that outdoor market, I think, where the the location where like the house is for the honeymoon. Um, mm-hmm. They buy something that comes in a pot and it has like a cover on it. They take the lid off and they're feeding each other. It kind of looks like I don't like milky 
buns. I don't know how else to say it. It just, it was very drippy and yeah. I'm sure it's delicious, but I don't think I would want somebody feeding me something that is like spongy and soaked in some sort of liquid. It just, that was the only part where I was like, and they were all dipping their hands in it. I don't know. I was a little yeah. bit like, oh no. Oh, there's, there's <laughs> a part uh, towards the end where uh, the the third son's fiance was cooking something and she was she like had chopped an onion and like poured it into the, the oh. pan that mm-hmm. was cooking. And then she spied through the window that uh, her love was coming and she wipes her hands on that beautiful veil and i was like did they do that because that's a that doesn't seem like a thing you should do you're like is this allowed i don't like i i i used to wipe stuff on my shirt and and pants and stuff like that you know but eventually when you have to buy your own clothes maybe maybe that's the problem (laughs) you don't do that anymore uh, just a just a silly little detail. But yeah, but what she's wearing is insanely pretty, so it was kind of funny. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the, the only one who gets dressed down is like Prem. Like he'll show up in a, uh, you know, a tank top. Yeah, like he'll have like jeans and just like a t-shirt and a jacket and just yeah. like hanging out. The rest of them are yeah, they're dressed to the, they're going big. Yeah. When they when they were taking that uh, honeymoon vacation, one of the women was wearing pants, and I actually was like, "Oh, that's uh, interesting. I didn't expect to see anyone just wearing pants." Oh yeah, wasn't it's their sister, isn't it? Because yeah. she she's like like wearing a little top and pants. I noticed that too. Yeah, she's already married, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, um, Joel, it's canonical in our show. Shoots a piano player uh, that you don't like musicals. Correct. <laughs> But you like? Do you, do you like this musical? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I I don't think this is a bad movie. Um, but I do think it is in. It's got some very fun, spectacular, uh, dance performances, court coordinated, you know, whatever, choreographed rather uh, thing, and I think some of the performances are are very entertaining, but. It, it feel like as a whole it feels like a it's somehow a three hour rushed mess and I don't understand how that's possible <laughs> yeah it's like I mean, the soundtrack itself is like it's under an hour it's like I looked it up I think it's around like 50 minutes or something like that because I, I was trying to think of like okay this is overindulged it's so long it's very bloated which again I know for a lot of Bollywood films that's common like it is like three hours and you do get a little bit of everything like we talked about earlier but with this I was like okay so what would I cut and I was like the thing is it's so scattered in the storytelling you kind of need it all and I was like you wouldn't cut any of the songs and I was like is that why it's so long is there that much music there's not it's just it's just that long Mm. I don't Mm. yeah I agree though it does feel very rushed but it's not bad it's not bad I can understand why someone would enjoy this like i get it yeah i I didn't feel three hours but also i was distracted so (laughs) maybe i i would say it's the kind of movie you could just put on in the background and have on it look pretty except for that last third yeah i i put that it's like this sounds like a diss and i don't mean it this way i truly don't but 
if I had the flu and I like to kind of like wake up in and out and just have something on, this would be a very good film for that because it's like, you, it's very pleasant. It's like you fall asleep for a little bit, wake up, you got another song, it's very pretty, fall asleep for a little bit. And then I was like, man, that last little bit would be a bummer though. Yeah. No, I feel like you just fall asleep during that part. <laughs> yeah. And there's like Bollywood for, and there's, it's not, it's not just Bollywood, there's like five or six other different uh, big industries in uh, India. But like yeah. there's stuff like, like, like they, they, they do rip offs of like popular American stuff. And like there's even like a, an old boy rip off and like a, a Death Witch rip off. And so uh, I kind of want to see like all, like I want to see what, what their, idea of like uh, like death well uh, Grindman did, did it a while ago but like I want to say like their version of like old boy like how do they do it because like this, the sensor sensors are, are very severe mm-hmm. and so like how would you get around the incest thing or do you just not even I bet you don't pre- even yeah <clears throat> there's lots of other terrible things people can do to other people you don't have to go to incest uh, I guess that's true I mean, I would say that's like a a very important aspect of that story, but I get what you're saying. It could be uh, somebody else's kid. See? <laughs> Just yeah. as fucked up. Fixed it. Thank you. <laughs> Have a nice day. Yeah, well, what would be like the ripoff of like Die Hard? Because you can't have... Oh, that would be... It can't be that... can't be too violent. So it can't be like a lot of gun action. No, but I think that that... I feel like that's a good one to... Yeah, you'd ha- there wouldn't be guns, but not as much. I don't... I think that that's one... That's doable. Like, you could do that and have that whole story. Like, you don't have to alter too much. And I, that would be a... If you had a good leading actor, I think that would be fun. Yeah, but he'd probably could... have hair and not be bald. <laughs> You're like, see, that takes me out. I'm no longer... <laughs> I don't buy it. No, I'm just imagining Alan Rickman and his crew doing like a dance in the lobby of I, the Nakatomi Plaza building. You could make oh, Die Hard. That's a new segment. What can you could you make this a musical? Everything is yes. You could always make it a musical. Yeah. Die Hard musical, yes. We're here to free our political prisoners, Mister Potter. Oh wait, um, let's see. Camels already talked about that. Uh, there was a there was a cow creature that I wrote down as a as a gnu, as a new. I don't mm-hmm. know how to say that word. I believe it's but, new, scientology. Yeah, but it turns out the new is actually just another name for the wildebeest, which is not what that was. So I don't know what that cow was. It had like curvy horns, mm-hmm. and I thought it was very cute. <laughs> Yeah. Horse, elephant, that's, and that's like That's like jackal and coyote. It's, it's the same thing. It kind of depends what part of the world you're in. Hmm. Yeah. I gotta think. I gotta think about that. And there's like only two, I think, two species of wolves in the whole world. It's like the Mexican really? wolf is just a gray wolf. It's a, a different color. Uh, for but it has an accent. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like sounds like you. <laughs> oh, cool. That's what you were gonna say. It sounds like Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah. Rest in rest in peace. Uh, 
you go you guys heard that he died right no cheese overdose <laughs> it was terrible uh it must suck to have to perform while soaking wet hmm <laughs> i was thinking of uh i think one of the step up movies has like a scene where all the dancers are like drenched for some reason and there's i feel like that's scene. all the step up movies they're always drenched that's that's just like natural <laughs> sex musk though <laughs> i'm talking about water <laughs> monsoon season i was like these poor actors they they have to smile and do do the thing while all that clothes that no doubt is just getting heavier especially the ladies like because there's so many like just bits and bobbles and stuff and i just imagine like that would be so itchy if it was wet Mm. i i thought of that i was just like oh yeah they looked great but yeah i oh yeah i just imagine it it was so uncomfortable yeah, and luckily it wasn't very long. Uh, you know, there's probably like six different like. Okay, we didn't really quite get it. Get back in the water, ladies. It's 1999. You don't have rights. No, I don't. Mm. Um, Nepotism. Yes. Uh, one of the plot twists is uh, sister and brother-in-law make a. <laughs> They make a tearful phone call to mom. Like, can you imagine being somebody's mother and, or yeah, and you get a call from them and they're crying on the phone and they're like, "No, everything's actually fine. I'll just call my brother. Sorry." Like, wait, that? No, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But yeah, okay. Brother lost his job and his home or brother-in-law, because his own brother kicked him out. Now, his own brother is not a character, so don't even worry about that until about 20 minutes before the end of the movie. Then he is a character. Uh, but, yeah, like, Dad is like, I'll set you up with a job right away. I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, w- I would watch this again. Again, in the background. Uh... Because, you know, this is, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's, uh, I, I feel like I enjoyed it a lot by, without paying much attention to it. It's just like, there's, you know, it's, there's everything there for you. So it's. It sounds like you watched the best version of, with, of it, which is like, oh, something's going on. I guess I'll look now. Okay. I'm not, nothing's going on. I'll, I'll yeah. do whatever I was doing. I would have paid, oh, more, else, I would have paid more attention about the software first class is wonky and kind of and said that something was due last week but it wasn't due last week and so I was a little frustrated and so looking up for uh, musical numbers was made, made me made my soul happy when I was trying to deal with uh, nonsense that was out of my control <laughs> I get that that's cool I do think that the main conflict of this whole thing, again, if you could, it's, if you, I mean, it is the main conflict because it's the only conflict, but I just think one, one dinner with everybody would have solved it, so. Oh my God. (laughs) I just, I just don't under, I don't, I don't know. I, I understand why the mom would think that although it is incredibly perplexing until you find out that that's actually her stepson and not her son's son which we don't hear anything about his mother we yeah. don't hear 
Yeah, I don't know if if she she passed away. I'm it again. It's unc- if it said I just missed it. Yeah, it, I could have been taking a note or something and not caught that segment. They don't go uh, into it too much, regardless. When when there is dialogue, it's usually so rapid fire, like everybody gets a turn saying something, and then they just move on to the next subject. It is kind of hard to follow at certain well, because points because they're like dropping like big details and it's just like da 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 like okay that's done and now let's go sing i was like wait a second (laughs) they do that thing that i hate in procedurals where two people will be having a conversation and then a third person will come over from who knows where off screen and be like in the middle like join the middle of the conversation like actually here's the papers and what i found out was like wait wait were you listening the whole time yeah you're like that's inappropriate (laughs) this is an ab conversation like like when I'm doing that, when I have been eavesdropping, and I definitely do this, <laughs> I, I'll I'll be like, oh, are you guys talking about this? Like, I won't just join the conversation. <laughs> just... Yeah, because the yeah no nobody does that. <laughs> you act you have to slide into it. You gotta slide into those conversations. Uh, reminder: purchase giant photo portrait of self to hang over the bed. We already talked about that. Uh, during the projector flashback sequence, did did it go from the film on the wall to like you're watching it, like you're inside the film? I don't, I don't remember think... truly. I because I it shows them reacting to it throughout the whole thing, but I don't know if it ever actually goes to where you're in the flashback. Okay. I can't remember, like, was that in Possession or was that in this? And, like, that that happens in Possession. (laughs) Again, watching those back-to-back was, like, Possession kind of took over. (laughs) Um, Like, uh, the the space this movie had. There's there's definitely a part, you know, they're watching the black and white film footage. What a a fascinating double feature. I know we've already talked about this, but I love that you are right now trying to unpack what was in possession and what was in this film. Yeah, you <laughs> like, think I love now. that that's like an issue. That's amazing. I just love that you watched them on the same day. That's perfect. Uh, yeah, uh, I love possession so much. But yeah, it, it's really it, good. it also, I, well, I close my night with it, which is, it's not a movie to go to bed with because it's, if you've seen it, you know, it, it's not it's not one of those. Yeah, if you were doing a double feature of these two, I would definitely do possession first and then follow it up with this because you'll, it's a better send-off. Yeah, but Sam Neil going crazy is always, always the best. That's a striking scene. We're not talking about that movie, but I've seen that part. And that, it, like, what he's doing, mm-hmm. like I said, I felt that I felt a little bit too much emotional connection with, like, be, having been in a situation where I was like, oh, my God, my whole universe is fucking shattered. I'm going to spend three days just being terrible or whatever to myself. Uh, yeah. Uh, there is the part where Vivek goes home and finds that there's just garbage all over the apartment. And uh, then his fiance shows up and they sing a song about how she can't handle what's going on. And is there another lover? That's my best interpretation of trying to make possession into this movie. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, and then there has to be a, a, a 
I'm not going to spoil Possession in case anyone yeah. has seen it. I'll, uh, yeah. Is there some sort of position in the movie? Uh, you you could read it that way potentially. I mean, mm. it, it, like There's a, so much next level acting in that film. It's so good. Yeah. When I think of possession, I think of a hippo with a hula hoop waking me up in the morning. Pulling you away from your sexy dreams about your future wife. Because that's what that hippo's doing every time. Pulling him out of those sexy dreams. I think of a little girl putting a hot dog through a donut hole. <laughs> Anybody name that movie? Yep. I know it. All right. It sounds familiar, but I can't place it. It's the, the Duke says it, if that helps you. Mm-hmm. I think about that a lot. I shouldn't. I'll take a Jason burger and some Jason fries. Uh, oh, a Mr. X from the X-Files. Got it. Mm-hmm. And he and he is in uh not Suicide Squad, the other Harley Quinn movie that's really good, uh, Birds of Prey. He was the police chief in Birds of Prey, if I remember correctly. You talking about the movie? Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, you've, you haven't seen have you seen Birds of Prey? Yes, I have seen Birds of Prey. You don't remember Stephen? Okay. <laughs> What? Uh, well, maybe I, I'd say Stephen Stephen Dorff is in Birds of Prey. Stephen Williams, Mister X from X Files, oh. he's okay. the police chief. He's the guy who's an asshole to Rosie Perez. Eh. It really sticks out because, like, it's like Rosie it... Perez is my least favorite thing in that movie, and it's not because I don't love Rosie mm-hmm. Perez because I obviously love Rosie Perez. I just don't feel like her character had much to work with. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm a minority in that opinion. I liked it, but again, I think it's just because I love her so much. I I could see what you're saying, though. Mm-hmm. I've only seen yeah. the film once, and I didn't love the very end of it. So, But I did like it. No. That's my favorite superhero movie. When she finally gets that bacon, egg, and cheese. She gives yeah. part of it to the hyena. Yeah. That movie's so good. That's a, spoiler alert. There's a... <laughs> There's a breakfast uh, sandwich in it. <laughs> the last note I wrote was, uh, is Vivek's wife pregnant? And it's because she they hadn't revealed that she was actually pregnant yet. What they said, what happened was she was serving dinner to, like, uh, Vivek and uh, the younger brother who had moved to the new factory at this point. That's that's the separation of that. We, we need to talk about that. But... Uh, it, and she said, um, so, somebody says something about her looking tired, or she says something about feeling a little tired. And I wrote down, is she pregnant? Because that's one of those movie things like, oh, I'm just a little tired. Oh, I was so sick today for some reason. I'm just so hungry. Like, pregnant, movie, TV show. Yeah, because it's more complicated than that. <laughs> what well, I imagine, like the the vomiting thing, would would be a little too vulgar for a movie like this. Yeah, no, no, it's a, it's a joyous occasion. Yeah. We don't we don't get to see anything. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's talk about the conflict. 
Now, Spencer, Spencer, you're not familiar with the plot of this movie. <laughs> no, by the end, by, by the last hour, I was like, well, I like the music parts and I like the jokes, and I, and there's some some drama. I don't know what the drama is, but I am invested in whatever it is. Right. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I am invested, and I agree. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. So, uh, father has decided to name his first son Vivek, the general manager taking over for his position because he has promised to retire um, I think I can't remember if he says when his first son is married or when all three sons are engaged. Yeah, it's after his three sons have their brides Brides to be. he, He would focus on his wife, which is really sweet. It is incredibly sweet. Yeah. And then brother in law and sister get kicked out of their house from brother in law's own brother who did not tell them that this was going to happen. And that that is pretty fucking... That's harsh. That's harsh shit. Like, not only... I mean, it doesn't matter, you know, what family units are living together, but, like, if you co-founded a company with somebody or your father... I think they say that their father founded the company and it was... And the father had named the other son and then he just kind of took over. Yeah. Like, or, yeah, whatever, both of them. And he did... He did com- machines, and Raphael is cruel but rude. No, wait, that's not what they say. That <laughs> rude, but ah, never mind. Um, so that plants this seed in Mom's head that something could happen to the family, and then. But initially, what? like she, the idea is there, and she's like, "Oh, that would never happen." Like right. she very quickly squashes it herself because she's like. You know, he loves his family. There's all of the brothers are so close and they're close with their sister and like the family unit is so tight knit that like no, it's not even a it's not a worry. It's then not those, a worry. Those aunties come back. Those motherfucking butterflies. They come back in with their gambling and their side eye. Smoking. And they F it up. Yep. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, uh, yeah, these these people are the bad guys. And then the one the one dad of... Yes. Yeah, the one guy that's in it. And he's the one that you can tell is going to be some sort of antagonistic thing. Because from the very beginning, he's like, oh, my God, I don't... Yeah, they're not never going to want to marry my daughter. And I, you know, who's going to have money in the company? Like, he's complaining that... Yeah, like everyone else is like so high energy, so happy, and he's like running around frantically, like worried, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so they plant the idea that because father has given eldest son the company, someday the brother, the younger brothers might feel resentful, and that'll split the entire, you know, it'll blow up in their faces just like it just did for but- the other family. But they also, it's, the weird thing to me is that they're putting so much on him being the stepson, which they, again, that's like, not even that they say stepson, it's that it's like, well, he's not your son, even though he, like, he is. Like, that's just besides the point. Yeah, like, she raised him from a baby. It's just whatever. But it's, I don't understand, again, because it's not really a conflict, I don't understand how whether or not he's the stepson or not how that affects it because they are all still 
brothers no matter you know what I mean like right even by blood so it's like what it what is she what are they worried about like if he was going to if there was going to be any sort of like takeover he could still do that regardless I don't know yeah. why that's the issue that they're like not being able to push past that he's not her son biologically mm-hmm. and like if it- if I had to, like, based on the description, which I'd read before the movie, I, I assumed Prem was going to be the one who was going to be the, the troublemaker in the family because he's he's the quiet one and he's been studying abroad. And he's the most and beloved. There's a scene where the, the only scene with actual any, what I think of as India, which is the poor, you know, they, they walk by and he's like, how can we build a place like this and live like we are when there are people living like this? And I'm like, fuck yeah. And then the movie's like, la la la, factory. Like, okay, well. There's also that really, there's just moments that I'm like, what? what is this? There's a moment where Prem gives like a lady who I, I'm assuming she's blind, but he like just gives her a stack of money mm-hmm. and then takes all of her whatever she's selling in her basket just takes it and then he doesn't say anything runs up and hands it to one of the girls and then they give it to pretty which is his soon-to-be spouse but it was just like what is happening yeah i I think it was like the fabric that they were selling yeah out there just bought all her fabric gave her a bunch of money which yeah that's I was like, I'm into this. Are yeah. we going to keep going? Oh. Yeah, I was into it, but I was like, oh. Because I thought I was like, oh, are we dipping into this? And it was like some social commentary. It was like, absolutely not. Which I I was just like, that would be interesting. It, yeah. I'm, I'm fine that that didn't happen. I, did, I wasn't expecting it. Right. It's not. That's not what the movie's about. The movie's about family. Mel, obviously. <laughs> just a... Spencer? What? Did you, did you know this movie's about family? Oh, it is? Yeah. Has Vin Diesel seen this? Oh, that's a good question. I don't I don't know if Vin Diesel has seen a movie. Oh, I would love it if he loved this though. Like if he would... was into just like family movies, that's kinda wholesome. Yeah, just on <laughs> He just likes to way... see a family represented on screen. Uh by the way, uh, going back to the genre thing, uh this this was selected because the, one of the random things was family as the genre. When I hear the term family, I don't assume it's a movie about a family. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm glad you brought families. that up too because <laughs> the other option for this, which again, if you listen to the, the episode where we select these, the other option was Stuart Little. And I, whenever I think of a family film, that is more in tune with like what my vision for that is. Just like, I'm thinking kids film kind of. Yeah. So, this is not exactly what I was expecting because I was like, oh, this is going to be like a a kids, a foreign kids film. It's like, it is a family drama musical. I was like, okay, yeah. all right. It is about, it's family. I got you. And it, it, you know, it's PG, so you could show it to your family. I just don't know how entertained the children are going to be. Apparently, I mean, again, I read a lot of reviews. This is a staple. Like a lot of people really love that. It's a child classic childhood classic i i totally get that yeah i i i mean it's it's so harmless and it is fun in the beginning like this there's no i i trying to think of like an equivalent movie 
that would I, have come from my childhood. Yeah. Like I, it's kind of like Mary Poppins ish, and not not because they have any similarities other than musical sequences, but that's like a family movie that, as a kid, I found very snorifying, <laughs> mm-hmm. but but also was just. I mean, it was fine. You put it on the family, it's going to be harmless for everybody. Except for Uncle Pen. <laughs> Uncle Pen hated penguins. And it's probably because his nickname was Penguin. <laughs> I'm making this up. This this person doesn't actually exist. Thank you thank you for the courtesy laugh, Spencer. Uh, I, I do like the idea of somebody just, like, hating penguins. <laughs> Motherfucking penguin. <laughs> you see this, Jim Carrey? Mr. Popper's penguins bullshit. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the, so what it comes down to, the real conflict is because the family, like, the threat of separating. And for them, you can't just have three, I guess it's impossible for three men to run the company altogether. Like, once once you separate the thing, the whole family has to move out of the house. Which yeah. is, that's a, that's a no-no. I, that's again I was like they're like well we have to divide it we have to do the divide and they're like this is going to tear everyone apart we'll have to move and I was like what why why is that what it is yeah Cause it's like I mean wouldn't it just make more sense to like they each are working in different like areas already of like branches of the company they have their own thing they're doing it's like what is like I again it's not really a conflict I don't know why I don't know. It just seems unnecessary. Mm. It, like if this had happened in an American movie, I'd say that they wanted to make a really cool dance productions and a movie about what these famous and attractive actors all working together. And they were like, oh, we don't really have a story. Uh, something business related. Oh, and family, because it's about family. <laughs> I guess that that's like a weird thing is that yeah, it talks about the dad working and it shows his computer. So it's like, that's your only real plot point of, like, business is happening. And, like, they yeah. go to the office. Like, there's, like, one or two scenes where they go to the office. But, again, that's later in the film. So it's just kind of odd that it it's not, like, touched upon very often throughout it. Because the main thing is about finding brides for these sons for so much of it. Yeah. So and just, that's it's just weird. interesting enough to... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I didn't need the conflict, but you know. So Spencer. Yeah. yeah. I know you're wondering how this gets resolved. <laughs> I saw a movie. Okay. <laughs> Would you like to explain to me how it got resolved? I don't remember. Oh goddamn it! <laughs> I like the. I saw the movie. I know what I, happened. I don't. I, think we, <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> I think we need to work on your definition of saw. Uh, no, you're fine. Uh, okay, so you remember brother-in-law and sister got kicked out of their house. Enter new character and his wife and his children. Brother-in-law's brother. Suddenly, we're in a whole new area. Like, uh, this guy's he, he's he looks like his eyes are red. There were a couple of times where actors' eyes were, like, red. And I was like, I don't think they do that in American movies to indicate people are tired. 
very often, but it looks like somebody like sprayed them real quick with something to irritate their eyes. Oh, that's the thing from like, Cowboy Bebop, the first episode. The drug they shoot in their eye. In Jackass 3D? Cowboy... Okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? Cowboy Bebop in the first episode. Oh, yes. They shoot the drug yeah, in they're... their eye. Well, spray it in their eye. Yeah, tomato juice. And you see that guy in a trailer for the live action series. So, they're probably going to repeat that. Oh, really? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the guy from the first episode. Is in the trailer. That's, that's dumb. It's unnecessary. It's it's not even like a story. I don't know. Like the that cowboy be like the main thread that you get to eventually in Cowboy Bebop has nothing to. <sighs> John Cho is so handsome. Come on. I'm not saying I wouldn't have a portrait sized picture of John Cho above my bed, but. Gaseous show selfie, which is my fair lady, but in a modern age, and John Cho is trying to make. Karen Gillan, a, a, a proper lady, and there's an episode where he's riding a horse and he looks so elegant and gorgeous and uh, John, John Cho is perfect. Selfie? It was a sitcom from I want to say seven years ago. Six years ago. It premiered and... at the same time as Gotham and I watched both and I was betting on like well, obviously, Selfie's going to last, like, seven seasons. And then, well, Gotham was the one that lasted seven seasons. You're like, seven seasons in a movie. Selfie, I know it. Boom. Yeah. So good. That much chemistry on screen, it's got to keep going. Yeah. I'm excited for the Cowboy Bebop show. I love the anime. Show. Okay. <laughs> I, I was like that, too, and I saw the trailer. I was like, okay. I'm on board with this. I I don't want to be. I didn't watch the trailer because I I heard people were well I say people you know Twitter they were mad about it half of them they were like this looks like low production value blah 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 and people were mad about costumes and so I don't know I I think it, what I, I've seen of it for pictures I like it I think the costume thing is horny weirdos were like but yeah. Faye isn't isn't half naked it's like yeah. Oh yeah, her her vagina's not going to be out the whole time. Sorry about it. Like, yeah. what? You're not going to see I... her. Cle- yeah, she her her cleavage <coughs> is covered up. It's yeah. Complaint number one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I I honestly just have no interest in it. Like, I don't I don't like any adaptation of a cart. Can you name an adaptation of a cartoon series into a live a single live action movie? Well, in Japan, they do it all the time. In America, it's kind of a a rare thing to do. Right, but nobody. I mean, yeah, I kind of do want to watch that JoJo movie. I was just gonna say something, but no, no. I have a copy of uh, Dragon Ball: The Adventure Begins, which is not. It's a Chinese movie that I haven't watched. Yeah. Because it looks terrible. Um, anyways, so to get back to the plot of this, the the. The way this gets resolved. Uh, brother-in-law's brother uh, is doing terrible at business. And he's like, why haven't you guys fixed this computer thing for computers? And one of the people in the office is like, uh, the your, other guy. Yeah, your brother your, always did that. He did the computer stuff. So he was computer dude. 
and then he's like very upset and then he goes home and his children are dying they have they had like <laughs> a like like a slight fever they had a slight fever is what happened and then they say the doctor tells them that or i don't even a doctor alleged i don't know but tells them that you know if you're too focused on work and kids can't flourish because it's like in so many words it's like you're stressing your kids out because they can tell you're stressed so now they're dying he says what is happening you raised your hand to them i was like what (laughs) oh yeah like there there is a part where it's like they're outside talking and it's like you raised your hand to them and now they're stressed and they're dying i was like okay all right (laughs) i think that they they, like say that he didn't actually hit them though like is there like it's like you just threatened it and it's like now this is you know your lot this is what's happening I, I appreciate that the movie is anti-child abuse in so much as that the doctor's not like, you should have hit them. <laughs> Coco, it, get off the keyboard. It yes. escalated so quickly to, like, no conflict, so happy, and then all of a sudden it's like children are dying in their beds. They were almost beaten. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? It's so... Uh, yeah, they just turn up the heat. They're like, okay, we got we got this uh, slightly warming plate here. Uh, what if I turn this to 1,000? Burn to a crisp. I feel but, like someone had like a tea candle in the other room and they were heating a plate, like like that sort of distance for the heat, and then all of a sudden they just threw it into a fire. Like it, <laughs> makes, it is so crazy. But it's just yeah. that one scene, and then it totally goes back down again, too. Yeah, and I I kind of liked uh, the when uh, brother-in-law goes back to his brother's house because he's he's like he's the good person, the hundred percent good man in the movie. Like everyone talks about how great he is, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, "Did you think just because you kicked me out of our house and fired me that?" I wouldn't still love you like a brother, basically. And it's it is super touching. It's but it is it's with a character we just met, <laughs> so it yeah. kind of uh, it feels a little empty. I do like there are some moments like again, it's weird that there's such a just microscope on the fact that I say that it's again that last hour that the oldest son isn't that he's a stepson and a half brother to the other kids but there is like this whole idea of just like you know your family no matter what like there is like those values and just that like forgiving people for wronging you and like for this that is like a pretty terrible thing so for him to say like even um I think whenever they initially get kicked out, isn't there some discussion about, like, you could take this to court or, you know, you could fight? And he's like, I couldn't fight with my brother. Like, that is a nice sentiment, too. Yeah. Like, he's just like, it's just not a question. I it, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, yeah. That's a that's a little level of, uh, of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? When you, when you have no self- altruistic is that not really what you're looking for altruism is is a good thing (laughs) the one i'm talking about is when you 
put everything before yourself in even to your own detriment to your doormat <laughs> yeah i mean more or less i can't i can't remember what the word i'm or the phrase i'm going <laughs> for is words words are bad anyways <laughs> anyways so because of this he he you know his kids are magically cured because what they were really missing was family Oh man, Spencer, this is the first time I've ever heard that. Oh. Yeah, that means there's a fire somewhere right now. I hope so. <laughs> I hope it's not a nuclear bomb dropping. No, I don't really notice it anymore. If I'm being honest. Speaking of Silent Hill. No kidding. Sounds exactly like the siren. Huh. Oh, there's one time I woke up every Wednesday here. They do they test the tornado. They they do a tornado drill thing on all the systems, and they do this talking in where I used to live in the little town, where they announce what they're doing and it's during the siren. So it sounded like very World War II, like creepy. Like I woke up and I was like, oh my god, what is happening? <laughs> like it was terrifying. Yeah. Hmm. Not a, not a fun way to get woken up. No. I I I got my uh, first day of daylight savings woken up by Freya vomiting in the hallway. I did too. My dog vomited. <laughs> my dog vomited at like four a.m. Mm. Yeah, Freya like, was an hour too later, and it was uh, a great start to my uh, to my extra hour of sleep. Yeah, I got. I was. All of a sudden, Gobby was making dough, like he was doing pitter-patters on the edge of the bed. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then he stands up, and I was like, what are we doing? Because, like, I was already stirring. He goes to the edge of the bed. And normally there's, like, some lead-up to it where it's, like, no matter how asleep you are, whenever one of your animals is doing a thing, you're like, wait, what's happening? The guy shot up. He just, like, quietly, not to be gross, but just, like, projectile vomited, like, a very neat little thing. And off the bed thank goodness and i was like i guess i'll get up now <laughs> just got that's up. good time yep i live in a in a house with an elderly cat who throws up every other day and it's it's not because he has a problem he just he he's a cat uh, yeah he doesn't remember that he's eaten and so he'll like eat a bunch of food and then cough it up and then he'll go try to eat some more and i'm like okay you didn't. You didn't realize. That's okay, buddy. He has I cat, love you. Does he have cat dementia? No, he's just he's just a silly old boy. You know, cats. Uh, some cats can regulate their food. Most cats can't. Sign up for my petition today oh. to educate people on cats and their eating abilities. Wednesday is pretty good with her food. She eats when she feels like it. Wednesday is a star cutie. That is true. She just we just had her adoption day. It's mm -hmm. it's Halloween. That's cute. Yeah. Okay, so we didn't actually. Okay, so brother hires brother in law back to the company, and they rejoin the household, and they go, they go back to the main rich people's house, and they're like, oh, see, family should never be separated. Everybody looks at mom. No. Uh, but kind there's, of. Yeah. There is there, kind of, like, 
it is kind of weird. Like, we talked about it. It's like, she's talked about so highly through so much of the film, so it's kind of weird the way people look at her during the last... I say last hour, it's really like 20 minutes in the last hour. Yeah. There's definitely some side-eye happening. For sure. And she's... Yeah, she's not, like, talking to anyone. Like, the whole sequence where she's not eating and... And then, like, uh, the older brother... The older brother, Vivek, who loves her because she is his mother. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they're not biological or not. You're not getting on there. Get down, Coco. Speaking of cats. Try to climb up where my microphone is. I don't think so. Anyways, uh, yeah, he's like, don't worry. I'm going to go to where the new factory's opening, and I'm going to run that. And we don't even have to figure anything out. And... For her, that's like, oh, okay, well, I guess I guess everything worked out. It, and the when Prem comes and he's assigned that the general manager position, and then his mother tries to win him back by, first of all, making all his favorite foods, <laughs> which he's like, thanks, Mom. I'm not hungry. Stone cold. And then... When he goes into his room and realizes his giant poster of himself is missing, <laughs> it's it's actually like very effective in my opinion. Like, no, this is my brother's room, so I'm going to take all my stuff and put it back because whether or not you care that he's here, I want the family back together. I feel terrible for the mother in this movie. Like, it's I don't know. It feels unfair that she becomes the you know semi bad guy in this but i do think she plays it very well of being hurt and being uh mixed up yeah she seems very vulnerable through a lot of especially during that like she looks so happy that she made all these foods and she was like getting ready to prepare the dishes and like put them out for him and he's just up the stairs like i'm not hungry and just turns and goes back up just like yeah. I don't know. It, it's very sweet, but it, I think it's just the shock of it is how much like there's so many songs about how how much they love their parents and particularly her and it, like it's just it feels I think that's why it feels more jarring maybe to me anyways. Yeah. So eventually she I I guess she decides and she talks to her husband, and her husband's like, I wasn't mad at all, and everything's fixed, and I was I was like, please give us an ending musical. No, no, no. They're like, we, the musical budget is gone already, sorry. But she, yeah, she just goes to the, to the hospital, and the baby is born that way. Again, they don't really talk about her pregnancy at all. It is like the um, eldest... Again, I feel bad that I don't know all these characters' names. I'm sorry. But that eldest son's wife, their baby. It's like, it just happens. And then mom's yeah. there and everything's good. Yeah. The The only name I remember is Preeti because they, they keep saying it over and over they, again to tease. I feel like they say her name, Prem. Her name and Prem the most, actually. For sure. Like, they're, so they're very easy to remember. Everyone else, it's like, they don't really say their names that often. Vivek, they, they do a little bit, but, and then yeah, the youngest I, son, he's never referred to as his nope. character name. Nope, they just call him Dorcas Maximus, and we're supposed to know who they mean. 
I mean, you do every time they say something. I know who you're oh, talking about. Oh, of course. Yeah. That guy who keeps thrusting himself into scenes? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does anyone else have any notes they want to touch on or anything else like that? Uh, one of my two notes is Fat Uncle Burger Shirt. Other note <laughs> is Very 90s. I didn't hear what you said. Fat Uncle Burger Shirt and Very that part. very 90s. Very 90s? That's what I thought when it started. I don't know why, but I thought that. No, I mean, you're 100% right. It is very 90s, but <laughs> I don't. Uh, uh, there's that part where they talk about, like, nobody has any mobile phones or electricity <laughs> or something like that. Not electricity. <laughs> so it's like mobile phones. Yep, 1999. That's about the right time. Computers. I Whoa. did enjoy this film for what it's worth. Like, I, I think it was nice. Yeah, I think uh, when it comes to a randomized selection, we, we could have got a, a real dud, and uh, I would not count this as a real dud. I do think, movie-wise, it's just middle of the road. Like, I'm not in a hurry to rewatch it or anything like that, but I do, I enjoyed the new experience, and... Like I said, there there are segments, the dancing segment is a costume segment. Like, you can't not enjoy the bright colors and, and like, beautiful dancing moves and, and things like that. Like, it would be, you'd have to be made of stone. Yeah, and they're highly watchable. Like, it's it's enjoyable. Yeah. And obviously, it inspired Spencer to pursue some more Indian stuff, so. <laughs> yes. When I have free time, I'm going to definitely dig into Indian action movies. That ends this particular segment of movie choices. We're going to have a very special movie selection. Uh, Once again, the movies that we choose will be revealed on a Patreon bonus episode. One dollar, the price of the cup that the coffee gets poured into. You can't buy a cup of coffee for a dollar, but you might be able to get a cup. (laughs) Uh, What is this world? Uh, But uh, I'll give you a clue as to what we're thinking. It rhymes with SNL character actor. No, wait, that's... No, it's... It's one of those people. And it's a theme. And... You'll have to listen to find out which ones we're going to be talking about. Uh, Patreon.com slash AIM podcast. You guys want to talk about uh, anything projects you're working on here? This episode is probably going to go up in, uh, let's see, we're in November right now. So probably um, beginning of December or mid-December, like just uh, just tell me what you're working on. Um what what am I doing? Maybe a movie from hell I'm going to be on will be recorded and released by then. Maybe not. I uh, Bradley and Dan have a weird schedule. 
aka it's random so I'll, I'll be on movies from hell in the near future talking about uh, animation or John Waters I don't know which yet guest spots what about what about uh, shoot the piano player do we have anything special already planned December is uh, that Godard movie you love um, two or three things I know about her that one yeah With I listen I'm I'm afraid to rewatch it but I did love it when I watched it because I hadn't ever seen anything like it before. I've watched a lot of movies since then, but I'm still looking forward to the revisit. Yeah, and uh, the New Year's episode, because I randomly decided to do a New Year's special thing every year, is a movie that either I want to see that I know I'll love, or a movie that I love that no one really talks about. Which, for this year, it will be uh, Mad Love, the Zulowski movie from the 80s. Which has a Blu-ray from Kino. And if you like Possession, you will like Mad Love. It's the uh, same style, but not... Well, it is pretty upsetting. But a different type of upsetting. How many music numbers are in Mad Love? None, but it's like, what if instead of being oppressively sad, it's like a goofy bank robbery movie until the last 30 minutes when it gets like... Oh shit! There are consequences now. <laughs> oh, so it's like uh, what's that movie it's, with Jeff Daniels and? It, it's an adaptation of the idiot, uh, a very very loose adaptation of the idiot, and and I think Brothers Karmazov a little bit too. There's some okay. It's a Dostoevsky, Dost, Dostoevsky, whatever. You said it right. <laughs> I, that guy. It's a it's a pastiche of his. Of some of his stuff, mainly the idiot. Which is all very depressing. Yeah, but like this is Dose, like dusty. Yes, but done in a very upbeat way. way. And T- Chucky Carriout is in it from Goldeneye and other Hollywood stuff. If it doesn't have Sasukahara in it, I'm not interested. Okay. I'll make an exception. What about you, Melbert? Well, okay, so I know. For November, we would have had two episodes up. The last thing we'll probably cover before this comes out is, uh, which it should already be out by the time this comes out, is to live and die, or yeah, to live and die in LA. And we'll have another one. I'm not sure what that's going to be. And then for December, we'll do some some holiday thing. We'll probably have two episodes in December as well over on Cinema Parlor. Don't want to. Don't want to cross promote another show, but uh, Production Booth did an episode on that, To Love and Die, and they interviewed um, uh, the, the the main man himself, uh, Willem Dafoe. Who? They Who interviewed Willem Dafoe? A Production Booth. Oh, okay. I didn't hear what you said. Wow. And there and there's like a bonus interview of extra stuff uh, that that was cut from the main interview. Our episode probably won't be that interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. Fuck cinema parlor. No what? <laughs> Spencer, we'll just cover something else. It's okay. Yeah, let's, let's do. Okay, sorry. Do I, the I, I lonely don't... ones, lovely ones, or whatever. <laughs> no, you're fine. It's, it's fine. You can you can listen to both. One will be more serious. One will be uh. More, one will be more fun. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure the cinema parlor has covered uh, or not cinema parlor i'm sure that the projection booth has covered 
uh, I don't know, junior? <laughs> uh, pr- actually, probably, because Mike loves Arnold. There you go, yeah. But there's no reason not to listen to our excellent episode on that. I think we're the only ones who like Junior, though. That's okay. We could be the Junior team. Yeah. We should get t-shirts. That's pretty cool. Those three people in the world found each other. Those three people mm. that like Junior. Destiny. <laughs> we are Destiny's children. Uh, yeah, uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, I'm at JDT Movies. Uh, Spencer is at uh, play Piano Player Pod, right? Correct. And uh, Melbert has the excellent plastic werewolf t- mm-hmm. name on Twitter. Uh, Cinema Parlor. That's uh, at Cinema Parlor. And uh, I can't think of anything else. Th- thank you guys for going on this journey. I can't wait for the next couple episodes. Making copies. What? It's, it's not that one. It's, it's, yes, it's, it's, we're, it's a person. We're going to be watching the animal. and <laughs> It's someone who's actually uh, funny. Oh. <laughs> Snyder had his moments. He can be. Just not on SNL. <laughs> <laughs> All right.